Hello and welcome to the very first episode of... You're dead to me. <laughs> so can you not remember the name? You're I'm, listening I'm, to I made you it up on the spot. <laughs> I'm Fraser Ruddock here with... I'm Stacey Peterson. Well, thanks for coming today. Thank you for having me. Uh, I don't really know you. We've uh, met no, one hardly. time before. Usually people who do this are quite close friends. Yep. But we're not. I don't have you on Facebook. I know nothing about you. I don't even know your last name until you revealed it just then. Did you feel at all awkward coming here today? Do you know what? I didn't. I probably should have. But this is my problem is I just never really think about those things till someone goes, that could have been really dangerous. And I go, ah, yeah. Well, I mean, you've ignored everything that you've learned as a child about stranger danger. I've not even absorbed it. Did you tell anyone that you were here today? No. I just said, I'm I'm going to meet Fraser in neutral bay. So everyone knows I'm like somewhere, but no one knows where I am. I like the idea of them just nodding along going like, oh, I have fun with Fraser, whoever that is. Well, I never say it as like, oh, so if I'm not back by five, call out a search party. I'm like, this is a fun thing. At I don't point, know where I'm going. At what point do you feel going. that would raise the alarm? Well, I have a volleyball game tonight. So if I don't come to that, I'm sure there'd be some raised eyebrows. Not for my safety, but more for the inconvenience I've caused them. <laughs> well, I gotta say, uh, considering we don't we don't know each other, I think we talk pretty well. I mean, the yeah. first time I met you, so I met you one time before this, and I suppose the biggest issue with meeting people is that how do you really approach them? How do you know what to talk about? So, do you have a way? Say you're at a party. Yeah, yeah. Feeling a little awkward, everyone's awkward, you're alone, your friend is fucked off. Yeah. They said they were going to be with you the whole time, yeah. but then they've gone off, seen some friends, you're like, <laughs> they've left you alone in the corner. So then you peer across the room and you see somebody else who seems as awkward as you are. You think, this is my guy. Yeah. You walk up to them. What do you say? I go straight in. I'm like the cheerleader of approaches. I'm like, hi, how are you going? I'm Stacy. Nice to meet you. What's your name? And then just... But yeah, like, like obviously, obviously you introduce yourself. Like that's not, uh, that's pretty normal. You don't, you're not going to just start on the, the heavy stuff. But no. then where do you go from that point? Um, I don't know, like how do you, what, who do What's you, your first you know question? That's what I want to know. What's your, fir- oh, what's your first question? Now. Your first uh, bit of small talk. Oh, it would definitely be like, how do you know so-and-so whose party it is? Oh, uh, okay. Like okay, what's your that, in? That's, that's and then like, oh cool, like yeah. what, you guys went to uni together? Cool, like what are you studying? Don't you that's hate so that? Interesting. You, you, you give that enthusiasm like, oh cool, you went to uni together. That's not cool. It's never cool. I'm that person though. I'm not even kidding. I'm enthusiastic. You know what I really struggle with? No. And this is the question that, or yeah, the question that most people will ask when you first meet them is what do you do for a living? Yeah. I struggle with that because... Like, it's not, it's not an interesting topic. No. I mean, I thought when I started doing interesting things with my life that it would be a more interesting topic. But w- even when I tell people what I do, they're just not along like, oh, yeah. And then everyone else's job, most of the time I don't even know what it is. I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. That sounds good. Yeah. But I, I don't care. I've done this weird thing. And when I ask them this question, I'll ask them, oh, do you love it? And then I feel like that's a really, I don't mean to be judgmental. That could get deep fast. Yeah, I love it. Or like, no. And I'm like, oh, cool. Sometimes I go home and I cut myself. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm sorry that I did this. I didn't know where else to go with the conversation. But no, it's not interesting. But what else are you going to do? What's the alternative? Well, how can I avoid that question? Do you want a drink? 
or I'm, not, I'm not buying someone a fucking drink just look, to avoid a question. Look, I don't know, you know, I'm just providing ideas. I thought this was a brainstorming session, okay? No such thing as a bad idea. Or if you have a really cool line. You know, some people might be like, oh, look what I can do. Or, oh, but did you hear about, you know, like a really lame joke or something? Almost like a pickup line for a potential friend. Oh, I see. So like, like a, there are platonic pickup lines. Yeah. Do you have any? No. Yeah, so, so I'm you, trying to think of stuff. I don't think it exists. That. I just go for the, the classic, what do you do? How do you know the host? Oh, oh, so, God, you, so you are time. somebody who says, what do you do for a living? Yes. Admittedly, I've done that as well. And I hate it. Every time I do it, my stomach just sinks. And I think because I hate being asked it. Yeah, I hate and being then, asked it, but I'll ask it because I'm, I, you have to like fill the gap pretty quickly with a new person. You know, I, I did it to somebody and they said, I'm a civil engineer. And I said, oh, cool. At the point, I had no idea what a civil engineer <laughs> is. I've since found out what it is. And it's fucking boring. I would love to go back then and, and hit myself in the face. to <laughs> stop. revoke it. Yes. Yeah, revoke it. If I ever see that person again, be like, hey, so still a civil engineer? And they'll be like, yeah. I'll be like, remember how I said that's awesome? It's fucking not. It's fucking not. It's fucking and boring. I, and I regret every day that I ever said it was cool. It's not. And you need to know this. Yeah, because he's probably... Probably since that it's been a good six months now so that last six months he's probably quite happy he was probably gonna quit the next day but because <laughs> I showed that it, so that, that cool. level of enthusiasm which <laughs> I was just being polite I, I I assumed it was something cool but it wasn't but don't we all know that we're being polite yeah everything we say ever yeah like it's all just it's, no, it's yeah, we don't care. a small talk situation it's like if someone asks me how is my day and they're a stranger i will not go into a full-fledged thing on my day i will give the polite amount of an answer that reveals a little about myself but not enough and then be like cool thanks bye i just it's not actually a genuine i just don't thing. want these shallow conversations that's no. the problem i just want to jump in and start talking funny shit. but yeah. you, you need to kind of test your levels on stuff like you don't know what you can say that's going to offend people and people no. get really offended these and people days. get freaked out super easily by like that kind of depth if you're talking about something deep or even something funny they're like I don't know you well enough to be open about this. Oh yeah, your comedy will bomb. If you if you try it on somebody who's not used to how you are, yeah. no matter how your comedy is, it will bomb. Yeah, they're not quite ready for you yet. <laughs> so another thing I want to talk about yeah. though, is how you greet people. So when you meet somebody at first, I guess, well, I go for the handshake, but do ladies go for the handshake? I do, which some gentlemen find weird. I don't. See, I, I prefer it. Yeah, like they'll be like, like I go for quite a strong handshake and they're like, oh, okay, oh, hi, how are you going? And I'm like, hi, nice to meet you. And then I think they're a bit put off, but I will kiss on the cheek if I know them or if they're around people I know. See, I can't stand the kiss on the cheek. Why not? It's weird. That's nice. No, it's, it, I, I'm never ready for it. It comes at a time that I'm just not prepared for. I was working with somebody uh, about a week or two ago who I hadn't seen in a while and working like it's a bit more professional and then i said oh hey how's it going she walks up and gave me the gave me the kiss and, and walked off and then about five seconds later i turned to the people next to me and said yeah that was fucking weird they're like oh i thought you were really close I'm like, i met her once <laughs> once and i filed a fucking report against her because she was shit at her job <laughs> i think it's nice i think it's nice and it's a nice intimate thing to do but who do you who do you do it to um well obviously my friends um, weirdly enough, I don't do it to my family. I just hug them. <laughs> it's like the mid-level, the mid-tier people, you know? Like, you're not quite at, like, hug, full-on embrace, but you're not at handshake because you've met them before. Uh, 
Yeah, the, there is a point in the handshake. Unless you're two men, yeah. the handshake has to stop at some point. Yeah, otherwise it's like, okay, right. I only do it once. Just once? Yeah, on meeting. So that's why when you walked in today, you didn't give me a handshake. We just kind of stood there. Yeah. So I'm in, I'm in this. Or I just stand I'm in there this, sometimes. I'm in this weird area that I don't get. I don't get the handshake. But then it's too early for a kiss or a hug. Yeah. So that's it. We just stare at each other. But I I let myself be guided by the other person because I'm not upset by a kiss and I'm not upset by a non-kiss. So if someone goes for a hug or a kiss, I'm like, cool. So you're always prepared, whereas yeah. I'm not. But that's the secret is you let the other person decide. Then you don't have to be like, is this a double kiss? Am I just hugging? I don't know. It, 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 it happens double kiss. Yeah. Like, like sometimes like people go, mwah, mwah. And I, I get that shit because I'm like, oh, see that? Yeah, that would throw me out completely. Yeah. And the, the, the problem is when people go in for that kiss, I'm so unprepared in that I don't kiss back. I just kind of put my head around their shoulder. And it's it's yeah. almost like a half hug. It's awkward. I get awkward in when I'm not sure if it's a hug or a kiss. Now, does the ki- I go for a hug all the time. I don't mind a hug, but then if they kiss, but I've started to pull away and it's like, mm, it's just a very strange little dance. Does the, for the kiss, or like you're an instigator of the kiss, you're saying? Yeah, I'll instigate a kiss. Yeah, why not? Now, do you do this for both men and women? Yeah, but it depends. Like if I was meeting a group of people and I know person A, person B, and not person C. Ah, yes, I'll like yes. hug and kiss person A, hug and kiss person B, and hug and kiss person C. Because I don't know them, but I don't want them to be so aware that it's like I'm intimate, I'm intimate, hello stranger. Oh, like I'm not, I'm not a kisser, but if I were in that situation, I think I would just not do any of them. You just stand there and go, hi. Just, hey, how you guys doing? But once you're in, you're in. Like, if you've kissed and hugged person A, you have to do them all. Otherwise, it's clear favorite. Yeah, but you realize that stranger is someone like me who is not prepared for it. Yeah, and I'm sorry, but I've got to put my awkwardness above yours in that situation. And I'm going in for a hug, so I don't feel like I've upset anyone. So you go in for the kiss even before you've been introduced? No, I'll be like, hi, I'm Stacey. Hug and kiss. Hug and kiss. Yeah. They're not even prepared. They didn't even catch your name. They didn't. I know. It's super obnoxious, but I need to like protect myself. So they're just going to have to take the hit. And you can tell though, when they don't like it, when some people do that, like hug with their butt sticking out and their arms like stay straight and they're like, yeah, it's nice to meet you. And you're like, cool. Well, you don't want to be grind- they didn't like grind- You don't want to be grinding your No, your but also you don't have to be two meters away. Like they're like, no. But do you get many rejections, not rejections, but uh, moments where you know that the other person is not enjoying the kiss? No, I ignore them. I ignore those signs because I figure if I'm already in for a hug, I just have to go for it like I want it and then it'll just be what it is, you know? I can't, I can't, you know what I mean? I just don't have time to even put that into my plane of subconscious, so I just do it and everyone has to deal. <laughs> can you can you give me any advice on how to avoid this or, or is this... <laughs> how to avoid just, me? Uh, not, not People you, like not me this. in a social situation. Oh, I love the fact that you're going to have to come back in next week <laughs> and not know how to greet me now. Oh, That's yeah. fantastic. I'll just have my hands full of stuff and be like, oh, sorry. <laughs> It'll forever be awkward. That's the perfect way to avoid if you don't want it, is to have your hands full or to be... What? So I always busy. have to carry around a basket of baguettes now? Yeah. Yeah, you do. If this is something that's important to you, then I think you need to find out what, what's next, you know? 
Yeah, I would do this if there was ever like a family member I didn't want to talk to or something. I would like be busy or go and do something and accidentally miss them in the lineup of farewells. It's a game, man. You got to play. You got to be strategic about that's it. Why? Oh, so that's kind of the distant greeting you're referring to. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Oh, hey, I'll come over later. And then it's too far in and familiar. You don't need to kiss. Well, that's like when, when, when you get stuck with the uh, person at the party that you don't want to be, be trapped with. Yes. And I'm terrible at this. How do you get out of it? I don't. You don't? I stay there and politely smile and laugh. And then I just have to make up an excuse to leave. I can't just be like, all right. It was really nice talking to you. I'll talk to you later. I'm like, huh? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's, oh, I it's think really I heard difficult this, to I get out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's always the bathroom. Yeah, the bathroom's good unless you... The worst thing is, is if you depart from them to go to the bathroom and then you come back and make a beeline for a new situation and they're like, hey, do you ever remember come... we were talking about this? And you're like, oh, I don't have any more things left. Do you ever come out of the bathroom and you see them just standing there waiting for you? Yeah. And what do you do? Do you still try and... Yeah, or Escape. if you've not got a drink, that's your last hope. So I'm just gonna grab a drink, I'll be back in a sec. Oh, and yeah, then man. just never come back. Ne never leave the bar, ever. Yeah. I'm a big fan of not saying bye. What, you just leave? At the end of parties. You just exit. Yeah, the fans. So everyone's like, where did he go? It, it, well, oh, it's, he the, it's the best because if you're at the beginning of a, a, you can arrive at a party at any time, Yeah. make yourself known, and you vanish, it could have been there three hours, could have been there six, nobody knows. <laughs> there, people are always gonna assume you were there longer than you really were. Because you never said goodbye. Exactly. And then like, how long he's been gone for? I don't know, I saw him an hour ago. It's the best. People, people have That's messaged me the next, the next day saying, oh, what a great night last night. Like, yeah, it was great, but I've only been there half hour. <laughs> By that point, everyone's had a few drinks. They like, don't no, know what's I going on. There's, there's no concept of time. <laughs> That's very smart. See, I'm not very good. I find it, that's where I get awkward. Is in the exit. See, I, but that's the problem. That's the problem because it is so awkward to exit to be like, oh, bye. And what are you supposed to say bye to everyone at the that's party? That's it. It's just going. Thing. All right, I'm going now. I'm going. Oh, past my bedtime now. Really sleepy. Yeah. And then the worst thing is if there's two people talking and you want to say bye to them, you don't want to be like a dick and say, oh, excuse me, I'm leaving just to interrupt your conversation. Oh yeah. And then you I have wait. To, you have to queue up. You have yeah, to queue I up wait. For a goodbye. And I'm like. Oh, yeah, okay, I'm just, I'm gonna head out now. Just wanna say goodbye. And then it's like, it does disrupt everything. Yeah, you ever try to get to the host of a party, like the birthday boy or girl at the end? That's why you've got a phantom. You just gotta be like, nah, they're too busy. Yeah, and they they're... don't even care anyway. They're like, hey, bye, thanks so much for coming. You're dead. That's why the phantom is good. Yeah. They won't even know you were, you were there at all. Yeah. As long as you just make that hurt and then you send them a message the next day, thanks great so party. Much. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's the same with waiting around for a cake. Yeah. Have you ever been in this? Because that's... What do you mean? Well, that's the general social protocol in that you wait around. Oh, you wait for the cake. For the cake, and then, then you can leave. Uh, when I have a party, I don't bring out a cake. That so way, you make way, everyone stay. That way everyone stays. And I, I feel <laughs> and like I have, have people who care about me. <laughs> and they stay all night. And then when I reveal there's no cake... It's I think, weird, within half well, an hour everyone's gone. I, I think around 2am people kind of get the idea that no cake is coming. <laughs> I don't think there's cake coming, guys. Did you see the cake? When is the cake? But do you wait for cake? Yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah, so you, you know this. Oh, yeah, I wait. Yeah, I go through at least three quarters of a party before I leave. Yeah, but there's no set time for, for parties. What no. do you consider three quarters of a party? What's that? What's that leaving time? 
I don't know. Okay, I have to be there at least two hours. I revoke, I change. At least two hours. I feel really stuck by that cake because that's it is the the best way to be like, oh, we'll wait till cake. We'll pain through this until the cake comes out. Right, there's an end site, there's light at the end of the tunnel that there you is. can like latch on to. Then you get to the cake and you have to deal with that fucking song and then the, the cake is always dry. The cake it's, is it's never, never worth it. The cake is never that good. I think it's really anticlimactic to wait for cake and then think that that's going to be the peak of your night. No. Yeah, I'd, I'd prefer to go home and get my own cake. But everyone's flaky these days anyway, the couch, so people like come it. and go. <laughs> Can I get the cake takeaway, please? <laughs> what a great friend you are. So when you have telemarketers call you up, mm -hmm. are you able to exit those situations? No. Really? So bad at it. Really? Uh, unless I'm rude from the get-go and be like, no, sorry, but... I can't engage on any level because I will just stay there forever. So you let them go through their entire spiel? Unless I go, no, can't talk. But if they're like, if they catch me at any weak moment, I'll be on the phone to them till either I sign up for whatever they're going for or I have to like really be strong in myself and say, I'm sorry, I'm not interested. Thank you so much. Goodbye. You need to brave the fuck up. I know. I you're feel wasting, so bad. You're wasting your life I on know. the phone with telemarketers. I know. But I just feel bad for them. They're trying to do their job. And then they're so convincing sometimes. When you say no, they find another reason. At the end. It's very difficult. Are you ever swayed to give them money? Or does yeah. this... Oh! oh, oh Especially oh. if someone's on the street. Like a, someone approaches me on the street. Chuggers. Yeah. You give money to Chuggers. Only if they catch me in a moment where I talk to them. If I can just keep walking by Wait, and not engage. So every every Chugger who comes up with their stupid fucking handshake. Not everyone. Because I walk by most of them. But what? one caught me. Oh, it was so embarrassing. She caught me and she's like, how old are you? And then she, I told her. None of your fucking business, stranger. <laughs> but then I told her. She's like, I could have sworn you're at least four years younger. And I was just like, oh my god, that was so nice of you. And then we talked and I ended up signing up. What, because she charmed Tough you? Sometimes she charmed me. No. She, I, 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 don't, I don't like those tactics, like when I'm coming out of the supermarket, oh, what's for lunch? Yeah. None of your fucking business, you're not getting any. I know. I, while I'm doing it, I'm hating myself. Know that I'm not happy about it. I'm trying to think of a polite way to leave. But there's so, like, I don't want to reject them. I do. I, I want to reject I all of them. I hate them. I They are the scum of the earth and they are so fucking arrogant. Well, I had one guy like talk me. I didn't end up like giving him money or anything, but he guilted me so much. And he's like, don't you want women to have the life you can have? No! And no. I was like... No, fuck them. You've got your life. It made me feel so bad. And that's when I was like, do you know what? No, I'm... I, I'm not gonna give you money. You're trying to guilt me into this. And he's like, no, no, no. I just, I'm really passionate about this, and I'm really interested. You seem like a really lovely person, and I know you care. I swear to fucking god, and if this like, ends with you giving money, it doesn't. I like. Oh, good. I was so strong. Oh, oh, this was, I was, your, like, this was no. your brave moment. It was a brave moment. Oh, fantastic. I'm, and, I'm so proud of you, except for all the other times. <laughs> but small steps, you know. I'm on my way to recovery. But one time an animal place called me up and I said no on the phone and they're like, oh, do you want the animals to die? Yes, you do. And I was like, excuse me, ma'am. This is terrible sales technique. And I was like, no, but I gotta go. And then I just do like, I gotta go and hang oh, out. Oh, you do that? Yeah. Why don't you do that every time? Why don't you do that before they start their spiel? Because I feel bad. But just, oh, oh, okay, so everything else, but you do want the animals to die. You, but yeah, you don't that want, specifically, you don't, I have really strong You don't want small children in Africa to die. Indifferent about them, but dogs and cats, yeah, I'm happy. 
I'm happy for that to happen. Yeah. So I'm not giving her any time of day. <laughs> no. I love dogs and cats. <laughs> Don't die. So every time you give these telemarketers or chuggers money, yeah. do you feel good or do you no, feel... No, I feel cheated. Yeah. It's like, you know, when you buy a dress and the woman at the store is like, oh my God, you look so good. And you go, I know. And then you get home and realize it's a terrible dress and she totally lied to you. No, do I, do? I, don't, I don't know what that's like. Okay, well, I, I don't go to menswear stores because I don't want their sales pitch. It pisses me off. I'm a internet order or Kmart close by. I just I'll just go to any any situation I can avoid that interaction. Yeah. I becomes I've I'm so antisocial because I don't want to hear people's sales pitch. I don't want people knocking on the changing room doors. How does it fit? Yeah. Like I want I want to be able to browse. I want to enjoy myself. I don't want to walk into a shop and have somebody coming up to me asking how my day is because my day is fucking fine. It's always fucking fine. But they have to. Otherwise they get in trouble. Yeah, I know, I know, and, and, and... You're telling me you've never been coaxed by the charm and persuasiveness of either a, what do you call it, a chugger? Chugger. Or a retail assistant. Charity mugger. Oh, a charity mugger. Yeah. You've never been coaxed. You've stayed strong all the time. I'm, I, surely there's one time where you were in a soft mood and you gave them what they wanted. I have never given money to a chugger or a telemarketer ever. ever. But when I was younger, I got, I was, I was like you to the extent of getting trapped. And <laughs> that was the, that was a situation where I didn't really know how to exit. Um, I know with chuggers on the street, I would get to a point where I would just turn, turn around and walk away really fast and not look back. Yeah. Um, with people on the phone, I, Ah, here's, here's a story actually, um, a couple of months ago there was a competition on Facebook for the SES or something like yeah. that and they were giving out beacons and it's like that's great, I get, I get lost in the bush all the time, <laughs> now I can be like saved. <laughs> <laughs> so I entered the competition and uh, about a week later they called me and, I'm like, and they said oh yes you entered our competition, I'm like oh yes I did thinking I had won. And they got me by that. Oh! Now then they they started their sales pitch, and because I I wanted that I wanted that free beacon. So at and it was only at a point during their sales pitch that I realised that I was not getting that beacon. <laughs> and I listened to it all, and then I said politely, which is rare for me with these people, <laughs> I said, "Look, uh, you know, I've, I've listened to to your pleas, and and I understand, and I sympathise." Um, you know, I, you haven't wasted your time because it's made me think, but unfortunately I cannot contribute at this time. And they said, well, we have a plan for people who can't contribute. I <laughs> love that. And that's, um, that's when I got pissed off. Yeah. Um, and I was still polite and just weaseled my way out of that phone call. Oh, that's so good. But that's the only time in, oh, maybe the last five, six years that I've been stuck on the phone with a telemarketer longer than um, the two seconds of me hanging up. Well, I, I think that's the best way to get out of it. Like exit fast. Yes. Otherwise they get on a spiel and you're going to, yeah. you don't want to waste their time too. Well, like, you know, you're I, I kind of do, time. but, but not, well, I get paid I for it. So who cares? Really? I mean, that's, that's true. Surely they've got sales targets that they need to. hundred percent. Yeah. No, I, they're, they're the chuggers on the street. I, I think they are absolute villains. I, well, they get so manipulative, don't they? Yeah, I don't. Well, they manipulate you into actually giving them money. Yeah, but this is the thing because I, I always wonder: are people actually donating, and are they 
are they handing out their money? And you told me, yes, you are so the one. Ashamed. So you're keeping these people I in know, business. I know, I know. It's so hard. If you everybody stood up and told them to fuck off. <laughs> but then I rang up the company because I said, I'll make a one-off donation. And she said, oh, actually you can't. You have to like sign up for a rolling monthly donation, but then you can call and cancel it at any oh, time. Oh, so we don't take small donations. No, because I was like, I'll just give you a one-off. No, it was going to be like a nice, wait, no, we have a match. But, and then I rang up the company and I was like, look, I, I made this donation. She said to call so I could cancel it. And they're like, then they talked me into re just reducing it. <laughs> And so you were on. So um, now I'm never. <laughs> you are. You are still. I this am. Day. I, I got to call up. You know, I got to call up and cancel it. No, no, no. Cancel your credit card. <laughs> okay, okay. That way you can you can completely avoid this awkward situation. Like, cancel your I credit card. You'll get a couple of phone calls and just be like, oh, I don't know, it's working yesterday. I just went out to the shop and I bought myself some chips and a big bottle of Pepsi and it was all fine. Let me call you back. Bam. <laughs> And never call them back. Yeah. But then charities, it like pulls my heartstrings sometimes. It's this weird gray area. Normally I'm assertive, but in that area I'm just like. <gasps> oh, hey, I've got nothing against charities. I occasionally donate to charities of my choice. <laughs> if you want to put a, if you want to, yeah. I'm a good guy. Guys, I'm a great guy. <laughs> well, I mean, this is going out worldwide, so I, <laughs> I don't want people I'm thinking just a that I'm. Notch bloke. You like to verbally abuse people on the phone. <laughs> no, but they're like, there's, there's a difference between giving publicity for your charity, yeah. put, put on your TV commercial, put a flyer in my mailbox, hand me a flyer out on the street, which I probably won't accept anyway. Um, but what I don't like is trying to manipulate me into your charity. I would prefer to choose my own charity. And, and if anything, I'm not going to donate to charities. I'm not going to have the guy on the street coming up to me and then go home and think about that one later. That's always going to be in my mind yeah, as a charity that I, I want nothing to do with. Yeah. How successful do you think they are? Chuggers. Uh, until I met you, I, <laughs> I thought it was about 0%. Now there's hope. <laughs> Is this conversation going to change anything? Are you going to go home and cancel your credit card? I'm going to go home and up my donation. No, I'm kidding. How many uh, I might cancel it. How many charities? Like, just one. Oh, so you're just stuck with the one charity. Yeah, but you I don't have enough money to be donating $15 a month to everyone. But you you implied that this has happened on other occasions. It has, but then I've cancelled it. I'm like oh, a real okay. wuss. I like sign up and then I cancel it. Yeah, but have you ever signed up for sponsoring a child? No. No. No, because it's a little kid. I know. Because how do you cut, the, how do you no, cut them off? No, that's true. I wouldn't be able to how cut How do you cut them off? off? I couldn't. That's where I drew my line. Like, do you I know get, I if you called no up the company back. and said, hey, I'm going through some financial hardships and I can't afford to uh, donate the dollar a day for this small African child. So if you don't oh. mind, could you just please let him die? <laughs> how do you get out Tell of it? Tell him there's no and, dinner tonight. And is there a cutoff? Because cause you're doing the do dollar a day, but how long does that go for? Forever. And, and, what? And, until they're... 45? Well, no, forever, probably till they're, they're 18 and then you get a new kid. So like they're cycling you through kids. There's plenty of kids that need food. Oh, when I was 17, I had a full-time job. Why can't he get a full-time job? Okay. Why don't you call them up and see what they say and then see what everyone else says. What do we think about that, guys? <laughs> Why can't the African impoverished child just get a job? <laughs> Great well, question. So, so Why don't you send them a link to Seek? 
and just see, you know, what's going on in their villages. I think for what? Seek.com. Oh, yeah. No, but, 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 you, but you're assuming the moment they hit 18, they'll be financially stable. Well, no, but I mean, World Vision or whoever they are can only support them for so long. And then like, they're I don't think you can like, have an adult. Happy 18th birthday, they bring out the cake <laughs> and be like, you know that money Stacy's been giving you every day for the last 18 years? You cut off. Blow out your fucking candles. But what's the marketing thing for that? Is sponsor an adult? Like sponsor a child, like they're cute, they're small, people love that. Well that's why I wonder if- Sponsor a 30 year old man who's struggling to make ends meet for his family. That's just not nearly as romantic or sexy. I think they call that your taxes. Yeah. Okay, so I have a question. Yep. When I applied for this. Yep. And obviously I was the most amazing applicant. Doesn't were do. there any awesome ones or terrible ones? Uh, because I've done an app like auditioning process before and I tell you, there's just so many hilarious ones. Well, there were no good ones at all. Okay. Including yours. Um, <laughs> you were the... <laughs> so at this point, there, uh, when I met you, there was, I think, 35 or something. Mm. I actually left the listing up, which I should take down. But Have there... you got more? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there are 41 <laughs> applicants now. Um, and and still, still at this point, none of them are, are good. And I don't really understand what people wanted out of it but yeah. there, there were some pretty shocking applicants and for that amount you'd think there would be some some good ones and for me meeting you uh you were i think you applied quite early as well so yeah. you were you were always always quite high on the um on the shortlist or, or top of it <laughs> and so when i met you i mean there's only so many chai lattes i can afford so you just, <laughs> you just had to get the job you know i'm job. feeling less and less special as we talk about this this is actually meant to be like about other applicants sucking i feel like i suck now <laughs> were well, there any highlights uh there were, there or were low lights whichever way you wish to look well at. I, th I think low lights would be the um <laughs> i'll bring up some now like for instance here we have this guy that's a nice creepy photo. Now, in his application message, he said, in good physical shape. Because that's what you need to be a good podcast co-host. He's six shape, foot high. four tall. Scuba diving instructor involves teaching underwater science. That's great. That if this, everything if you this, asked for. If this were a podcast about scuba diving. Strong. Hardworking and dedicated. Oh, great with kids. That's important. Oh, for this child-friendly podcast. Oh, yeah, he's the one. You missed him. You he, didn't read that he's last the one. one. He's the one. Oh, <laughs> so I put, uh, what is something that really annoys you? And he's put uh, turmeric chai lattes. I'm on board with that. I think that's a great answer. Yeah, I knew you would because you, you love your chai latte. Not with turmeric. So do you think? Everyone chucks turmeric into everything. Sorry, yes. Getting passionate about turmeric. If I'm unhappy with the result of this episode and I need to recast, yeah. is this our man? Look, from the one that we've looked at, yes. <laughs> I suppose I haven't really given you given you a. Uh... I guess if these are the only options, then yes, he'll be great. Perfect. I'll I'll in give him a call. In good physical shape, tall. Yeah, what could you I'm, want I'm, in a podcast partner? It's so important. I mean, those were all the details. I said you got to be in physical shape. We we can't have no fatties on this. No, ridiculous. Because you can tell if someone's in good physical shape over the airwaves. Oh, I mean, the good thing is that that small set of stairs to get up here, he'd be fine. Boom! You've already and saved if, twenty. And minutes. if there's a flood, 
scuba it up. Yeah, he'll skip you in his arms, take you on a really romantic um, escape route. Oh, we have a photo oh, of him with a kid. He is good with kids. Yeah. Look at him. Aww. That's a cute photo. See, just, uh, don't give me that shit. <laughs> He's in good shape though, he's not lying. <laughs> Why do I care? I would prefer a funny fat guy. <laughs> so, next up we got, uh, oh this lady. She's, <laughs> I'm a mum to three small children. I like how she's put small in brackets. Hey, hey, he's good with kids. Oh my god. They, they, could, they could host this together. Oh, they should start their own child friendly podcast. She's also put her height 173 centimeters tall. And age, I don't get this. Yeah. There's nothing in there about suitability. It also looks like she's going to the prom in that photo. <laughs> All right, next up we have, oh Jesus oh. Christ. Uh, <laughs> oh well, gosh. I mean, he looks like he may rape somebody. Oh God. This, this is a long application message. Oh my gosh. And it's quite aggressive as well. Have a large interest in geopolitics and Australian politics. I did say politics are banned from this podcast. <laughs> I don't like choreographed dance. I think it's ridiculous because everyone is doing the same thing but can't and it's idiotic and they even try. And twerking, what the fuck is that shit? Does anyone ever does anyone ever I assume he means ever. Does anyone ever tell these people what they look like? Have sex with air with their goddamn clothes on? I would slap the fucking shit out of the person who invented that. And I'd goddamn feel like I've done a real service for humanity. Also, someone should hell Someone should tell heavy metal singers they all sound like the fucking Cookie Monster. I love the Cookie Monster. Don't you fucking, don't you diss the Cookie Monster. You, you will have no fucking chance on this podcast. Apparently, they are supposed to sound scary or tough or sinister or some shit. They don't. They sound amusing and attention speaking. But mostly, they just sound like the fucking Cookie Monster. Wow, he's really, he's really nailing in this Cookie Monster show thing. Showreel and TBC I, commercial and professional. Uh, showreel and TBC commercial on, on profile. He sounds like a murderous Seinfeld. Hey, he lives close though, so I think he's a shoo-in. Um, <laughs> so far number one, most effort put into his application. Yeah, that's that's crazy, but it's it was a little disturbing. It's very angry. Oh yeah, he looks angry so in his photo. What he's angry about? A bit nervous about that one. <laughs> you just better agree with him on everything he I'll, says, I'll and you'll be fine. I'll pop him on the maybe pie. Yeah, I'll, maybe. Yeah. Might need to talk to him about a Cookie Monster thing. Now this one, what is something that really annoys you? Cruelty to animals. <laughs> Well, there's some comedy gold. Not necessarily That's, comedic. I, I advertise this as a comedy podcast. <laughs> if anyone didn't get that question that I wanted something that we could make it, imagine us us doing it. I, I can't do you can't a podcast <laughs> about cruelty to animals. Unless it's serious. Yes. Or you're actually laughing at cruelty to animals and think it's funny, then you're still gonna get torn apart. <laughs> yes. So that's a definite uh, fuck off. Ooh. Oh. Oh, this guy's put in his mugshot. All right, no application, but uh, what is something that really annoys you? Tailgaters, thugs, cruelty to animals again! And a cast of thousands more, but mostly nothing. Hiding nothing, doing nothing, saying nothing. Jesus, that's dark. Comedy gold. I, um, I laughed so much internally when I just read that. I'll contact him, but I think he may have slashed his wrists before. <laughs> I feel like no one's really properly read your description of a comedy podcast. Now, <laughs> they're just like, oh, soapbox, cool. I've put a few people did this because I put what suburb do you live in, and he's put Blackwall, which I think is is two three hours away, yet grew up in Neutral Bay, which is where we're recording it. 
I, what, what the fuck? Why, why would I? So he's not five minutes late because he knows these streets? Why would I give a shit that he grew up here? Well, I was born on this street when I was young, but we all travelled as a family quite a lot. And now I've ended up here. I wouldn't, I wouldn't choose this guy because I don't want to have to sit there the whole time putting my hand on his shoulder making sure he's okay. But this is someone like who you ask one question to and they'll tell you a three minute story before they get to answer the questions. Like, how was your day today? Good, blah, 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 blah. Well, make, well how do you get that from that? Because instead of like, what suburb do you live in? That's a very straightforward question. Yeah. Blackwall. But he, he, yeah, grew up in Neutral Bay. But nothing. That'd be like me being like, oh, I live in Glebe, but I grew up in Brisbane, lived in Sydney for a little bit, and then went back to Brisbane, and now I'm in Glebe. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very roundabout right. answer. Wait, that was, oh, see, I, I wasn't even listening. That's, you were that, so that shows interested. how much I don't care. <laughs> exactly. That was your real story. <laughs> that is my real story. Yeah, yeah, and you're right. Like, he, he doesn't like having nothing, doing nothing, saying nothing. So he would say quite a lot. Yeah. Um, chatty, chatty Cathy. Alright, also, alright! Look at this friendly look at. He's fluent in English. That's good. That's good. Yeah, he's also said good facial features. That can be versatile. Ah. Oh wait, like sorry, sorry, I, 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 I stopped too early. Good facial features that can be versatile with multiple roles requiring an Asian man 25 to 35. Oh fuck, no, damn. We needed an Asian man 36. <laughs> Maybe next year. What is something that annoys you? Not being able to tell my side of the story. Well, you're not going to get to tell your side of the story because you're not hired. He also lives in Wollongong. That's not close. Too far. Yeah. Uh, there's so many people applied for this that live really far away. Really? Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't really want to deal with them. Now, Jesus, for, for big photos on this one, you know, what is something that really annoys you? Pet hair on clothes. Well, there's a cat here, so you got no chance. And also, look at her fucking hair. <laughs> yeah, that's like a... I'd be more worried about the cat getting her hair on it. And what suburb do you live in? Northern Beaches? Northern Beaches are not a suburb, you yeah. snotty bastard. <laughs> but that's that quite... That is quite close. That so. is plea. Well, there you go. Yeah. Public transport's great. <laughs> and then you have... I'm perfect, I'm perfect for this, for this role. role. Look <laughs> at that big smile, it. that big moustache. He's the one. He's the one. He's the one. Look at that, straight to the point. <laughs> well, charming. I think I'm going to call him. Uh, so. All right. Well, great. If. Thanks for having me. Well, yeah. Unfortunately, this <laughs> this really this good. is the last episode with <laughs> Stacey Peterson. It was it was however moustachey over here, and I've got. Another 40 other people. The better man won. What can I do? For, I can't grow a moustache like no. that. But can, but can he, he is perfect for this role, he He's says. He's perfect. No question about it. Stated right there. Fact. All right, well, let's end this episode. <laughs> okay. You can contact us on Twitter at deadtomepodcast or... Facebook, FB, you know what, just fucking type it in. Nobody, nobody does addresses for Facebook. Uh, you can also email us, deadtomepodcast at gmail.com. Let us know some shit and then we can talk about it because we're going to run out of topics quite soon. <laughs> what annoys you? All right. Awkward. Thanks for listening. Bye. Say bye. Bye. Sorry, bye.